You're listening to The Bill Bennett Show. Hey, welcome back to The Bill Bennett Show. Take a look at the news of the day. Good Lord, there's plenty. Thoughtful conversations, we hope, about things that matter. Existential threats to America, like loss of American power and prestige. Uh, This is a mini episode of the show. We will have a full conversation with, I think, the best informed person on Afghanistan, and that's former Ambassador Ryan Crocker. That's coming up later this week. But I want to share some thoughts on Afghanistan and a few other things today, since this is a huge story and things are still breaking. Before I do that, though, and I want to mention this a couple of times, I would urge you for a very thoughtful discussion of Afghanistan to call it Help Me Here. I want folks to listen to the Bill Bennett, Victor Davis Hanson, Conrad Black podcast. What do they do? Yeah, so it's called Scholars and Sense. Uh, you can easily Google search Scholars and Sense podcast, uh, and that'll show up in your web browser. You can and it'll show you the website, which is uh, Scholars and Sense podcast or you can get it easily wherever you listen to podcasts. It is available on, on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, all the normal spots. Scholars S C H O L a r s and sense s e n s e not dollars and cents scholars and cents right correct all right uh, just a few thoughts just to uh update you folks on my thinking love to get yours i have a question i, w- I hope someone can answer um i don't I haven't had an answer yet and i've asked several people uh maybe ryan crocker will have an answer for me if you're an afghan citizen the same thing that should get you through and onto an airplane that is proof that you have worked with the Americans is the red light to the Taliban that you have worked with the Americans and you are an enemy. Are you following me, Claude? I, I, I don't understand this. All the checkpoints now to the airport uh, in Kabul are uh, run by Taliban. Uh, the Taliban hates America and is in the process of defeating America, driving us out on their terms. They check and let people through. They're supposed to let people through who have an ID or a a government paper that says worked with the Americans uh, should get on the plane. But when they see worked with the Americans, they see someone who they think is a traitor and should have their head cut off. How's, how does this work? I've asked several well-informed people. They say, I don't know. I said, but look, some people are getting through. I don't get this. Some Afghan citizens are getting through. So the, uh, the Taliban is letting some through, but not others. Can you help me with that? The very same thing that should get you onto a plane is the thing that can get your head cut off. Uh, when it's shown to the Taliban. Do you understand my, my, my question here, Claude? Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's one thing to assume or to see the Taliban allowing American citizens through to get in on the airplane, but to allow someone that they would see, obviously, as a traitor, yeah. that they would allow them to get through. Uh, especially, you know, and, and, and yeah, and maybe we see some now, but especially after this deadline, I don't understand well, well, why we think that they would honor this. Well, I, we'll get to the deadline in a minute, but I just, I just, it's conundrum to me. The very same thing that should get you onto a plane is the thing that is a, is a red light to the Taliban that you're a traitor. Mm-hmm. So are they letting some people through who are traitors and keeping others? Does anyone know the answer to that question? That's one. Two, I don't mean to start with the Afghan uh, helpers, although they're important and we should try to get them all out. I mean to start with the Americans who are there. And there are a lot of them. We don't know exactly how many. State Department doesn't know. President doesn't know. But they're there. And a lot of them seem to be getting out of Kabul onto the airplanes. But Afghanistan is a huge country. Americans are in different places in that country. They're in Kandahar and other places. And I think if you're not in Kabul and getting these, you know, this escort to the airport, or at least this entry, a guaranteed entry or more or less guaranteed entry to the airport, I think you're really you're really in trouble. You're you're really screwed. You're, the roads are all blocked everywhere but Kabul, and they're kind of blocked there. 
everything's in control of the Taliban and, and, and places other than Kabul. Um, and, and you know we have people in places other than Kabul, Americans. I, I don't know what happens to these Americans. And this is horrible. The third thing I want to say is there was a meeting. There was a meeting. It was announced this morning between the head of our CIA, Bill William Burns, and the head of the Taliban. And, of course, Burns flew to Kabul, and I think essentially to ask or to beg or to bribe them into extending the deadline, Claude, what you were talking about, past the 31st, because we can't get everybody out by the 31st. And if the military is going to leave on the 31st, they got to start doing it today because that's the way they work. So we don't know what the agreement was in that meeting. Biden's speaking at noon today. If it's important, we'll have an update for you later. Talking on Tuesday, obviously. Um, But unbelievable. Head of our CIA flies to Kabul to hope and ask the head of the Taliban. This guy, the Taliban, guy was in prison and he was in prison in part because of the efforts of the cia and bill burns william burns was now meeting with him so the taliban guy knows he's meeting with a guy who helped get him in prison he's not going to be well disposed toward cia director but what a horrible position we're in as a nation asking permission and i'll bet you there was a bribe i'll bet you he said if you can extend till august 7th you know we'll give you you know five billion dollars something i don't know that but i i'll bet you i'll bet you the money was on the table uh it's a big deal the other the other thing i just want to say is this is terrible you've heard a lot of people say it. you've heard democrats say it. you've heard the press say it but the worst is yet to come because once we leave and they've got control I don't know what the hell they're going to do. And, I, you know, the, anybody who's left who had any association with Americans is in deep and serious trouble. Claude, you got any comments? Yeah, you know, again, it's one thing to not necessarily, you know, to, I mean, to, to, to have some kind of withdrawal and want to bring the troops on one another thing. But this seems like there was no strategy. There was no thought of any anyone no, else. No. Bring the troops out and everything will be fine. And that's all we need to do. Um, uh, and, and, and here's another thing about this whole deadline stuff. Again, we're America. We don't, you don't have to, we don't need to follow any kind of deadline that the Taliban, we will, if we're going to get people out, we get them out, you don't do anything about it, or we'll, we'll bomb the hell out the place. Like, that's, that is what we'll do. I don't understand this whole thing of, well, here's the deadline, and they want us to do this, and we, we want to meet to try to get them to let us have caravans go through and, 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 and make sure nothing happens to people. Why are we subservient to them? Why, why uh, we don't need a deadline. It can be November, and we're well, don't touch that- anyone. Or we're going to rock the, the very foundation of the ground you stand on. Well, then we, I'll tell you why. Because then you're back in Afghanistan, you know. And first of all, you're back in Afghanistan. Second, you're going to lose a few American lives. If you lose two American lives, taking the strategy you recommend, and I am with you, those Marines should not be behind the fence. They should be going into Kabul, going into Kandahar, getting at our people. And just going in. And you don't go to the Taliban and say, please extend the deadline. Say, we're staying. If you try to stop us, we will destroy you. I'm with you, Claude. But if you do that, there's going to be some casualties. Uh, and there will likely be, if there are two casualties, that'll be two more casualties, two more dead than uh, were killed in Afghanistan in the last year. Biden can't have that. My God, the withdrawal ended up killing more people than the presence. You see what I'm saying? He didn't want that. But, you know, this is part of not understanding what the military is for. You know, I have a son who's a Marine. Yeah, I got to know a lot of Marines. These guys go in knowing they may lose their lives. We believe the worst thing possible in the world is to lose your life. Well, it's certainly a terrible thing, but it's not the worst thing. It's not worse than dishonor. Uh, it's not worse than humiliation. Uh, you know, who are the people we honor most? Many of them are people who died, you know, protecting us in service. 
Marines, you know, we, uh, Americans can take a body count if they think it's co- the cause is right and we're serious about about doing it right. As Alexander Hamilton said, when the, Amer- the American military goes, it should go like Hercules. We're not like Hercules. We're hidden behind barbed wire fence at the Kabul airport. I agree with you, Claude. But do you see my point? You see why uh, my point is it's, it's all political. Right. You know, you have five Marines die, you know, escorting Americans. And people say, but gee, you lost more people. You know, and Biden, Biden just doesn't want that on his record. You understand what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, absolutely. And, 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 and like you said, with the politics, what he does want on his record is I'm the guy who ended it no matter what anyone thought, no matter, you know, how yeah, that's right. got, I took us out of there. I held good on my promise. Um, yep. and, he'll, and, 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 and he will. Um, and I, in, in a weird way, he's it, it's true. He, he, he will say he's the one who was honest about Afghanistan and. Well, no, well, not, well, no more honest. Of how he feels, but I'm, yeah. I'm sorry to say, no more honest than Trump. Right. Say, right. So, right. Sorry right. to say, right. because Trump said we're getting out. Mm-hmm. Trump said his set sent his Secretary of State with the meet with the Taliban. That was a crucial point. That was a crucial line to cross. That was the recognition of the legitimacy of the Taliban. And you shouldn't, you shouldn't negotiate with terrorists. So I'm mad about Trump administration, which I supported very much doing that. But people say, well, he would have done it differently. He would have had conditions. He certainly would have not done it backwards the way this crowd has done it. Military out first, and then try to get everybody else out, and then bring in the military to help get the people out. Craziness. But, you know, I mean, conceptually, morally, and strategically, I think Trump got it wrong, as well as Biden. Trump might have made the exit much better. I expect he would have. Uh, you can't possibly screw this thing up as bad as Biden has. But, you know, what's the problem with 2,500 troops maintaining an equilibrium in Afghanistan? You know, we had, they had air power, air cover, and, you know, p- women could go to school. People could, you know, work. Oh, well, we can't keep them there forever. Why not? Why not? Keeping them in Japan, keeping them in South Korea. Gosh, what a mess. What a disgrace. And, and, by, the way, and by the way, I think the American people would appreciate and can take that kind of honesty from a leader saying, listen, yeah, I know that I don't talk about being there or not. I'm just going to be honest with you guys. If we leave that, that place is going to go to hell and we yeah. need, to stay, we need to stay there. We're going, we're going to have a presence in Afghanistan yeah. for a long, long time. It's not going to be popular in the polls. A lot of folks aren't going to like it. Um, you know, but we're, we're going to have to do it. It's the only, it's the only way forward. The vacuum will be filled. We go out, you know, the Taliban's there. Al Qaeda's already there. ISIS will be there. You know, really? Why do that? The attack on 9-11 came from Afghanistan, mostly Saudis in the planes, but it was, it was, it was launched, developed, planned, and executed by Osama bin Laden in Afghanistan. You've just created another terrorist refuge and state. And now, what, they're going to be recognized internationally as a government? They're going to get money from the International Monetary Fund? <laughs> China's recognized? Are they going to go to the UN? It's the government of Afghanistan? Taliban with their rifles? What the hell have we done here? We'll have more for you later. We'll have more for you later as it develops. This is Bill Bennett with Claude Jennings. Uh, one more time, uh, Claude, scholars and sense, a full 50, 45, was it 45, 50 minutes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and, Discussion and, and, with yeah. Conrad Black and Victor Davis right. Hanson. That's scholars, S-C-H-O-L-A-R-S, and sense, S-E-N-S-E. And Claude will now give you the magic connections. Yeah, yeah. Magic, technology, it all works together. And so anywhere where you get your podcast, uh, you can just type in scholars and sense. Hit subscribe. So that way, anytime there's a new episode uh, that is released, you get it. And uh, also, it's available iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, anywhere you get your podcast. You can also just search on the internet, 
Scholars and Sense, and the website will pop up. Hit play, and uh, yeah, you're good to go. Talk to you later, folks, as uh, the story develops. Claude, thank you. You're listening to The Bill Bennett Show. Bill Bennett Show.